vibe check back once again. It's Abby here. Today, we're talking about breakfast, but not just any breakfast, American breakfast. From your cinnamon toast crunch, breakfast bars, and the local IHOP pancake platter. We dive deeper analyzing how our food is affected by where we come from and how each of us have different dietary restrictions based on our religion and health preferences. Sit back, grab a snack, because we will be talking about all things food. And maybe a conspiracy or two. All of this and more only here at... Welcome to another episode of The Vibe Check with uh, Anna Chang, Abby Kyle, and myself, Mira Tabalat. Today, our guest is a topic between the three of us that we want to discuss, and it revolves around a video by Johnny Harris. He's a YouTuber. Um, he's also like a world tra- traveler. He has very interesting videos about different like cultural concepts, and sometimes he dives into politics, but... We are focusing today on what Americans eat for breakfast and just the concept of like food in America uh, that revolves around us because we live here, you know, and, um, you know, our opinions about it. So the video is called Why Americans Eat Dessert for Breakfast. Johnny By Harris. By Johnny Harris. <laughs> <laughs> He's very passionate. He's very, he's a really cool dude. Like in the video, as Anna described him, he seems like he's having a midlife crisis, but. And he he decided to take it out on American food. But like, he has a point, man. He has a point. No, he does. He (laughs) does. And it's something that I didn't realize until you sent us the video. But for those of you who obviously haven't watched it, it's basically this guy, he's talking about how he comes to this realization that American food or American breakfast, to be more specific, is essentially dessert. It um, is. Dessert yeah. or very unhealthy. Like, it will, it, he breaks it down in a very nice way, like the two parts and what each of them, which we'll, we're, dive, we're, we're gonna dive into them. So, but I wanna ask you guys a question. Like, Abby, you are American. So, what would you describe like American breakfast if someone who has never or like just came to America, like, what would you say? Yeah, so since funny you asked that i think there's like like he does mention in the video there's like two versions of american breakfast where it's like the the diner kind of style and then like the home breakfast so depending on where you're going is you know kind of going to influence that but if you go out to a restaurant to go to breakfast for example an average american diner is going to have these like really large platters usually like if you go to like ihop Denny's, that kind of style. It's very like, when you think of it, just imagine like families with like little kids that have like snot coming out of their nose. <laughs> and they have sticky hands. Yeah, and then the sticky hands. Like just imagine like the, there's just syrup everywhere. Remnants of, yeah, like that, that remnants of like syrup lingers and it smells like that. And it just, like there's this vibe. I don't know how to describe it, but it's very, it's just very American. If, it's if a, I, straight out of the church on a Sunday even on a Sunday oh, midday. Geez. Very true though. Very true. Let's go to the IHOP. Yeah. Let's sit. Get let's your sit church outfits. At a kid's table. Yeah. yeah. 
So you bring your little family of whatever. Little family. But, little... but for real, for real, the proportions in America, why? Why are they so large? <laughs> That's but a I, question. I don't like, like when you go to IHOP, like you can get, like one order could have pancakes, bacon, eggs, like ham. Sausage. Like, like why? It's all like, it's all like a different types of meats usually. And then and carbs. Yeah. And then like you always get a side of toast, like, or something <laughs> like that. And then the thing that baffles me the most is that like people will order those platters and still get like extra sides. Like, yeah, can I get an extra <laughs> side of a uh, bacon, please? And I'm like, I'm sorry, you already got bacon with it. Like, what you trying but to do? But you out know, here? you know what's funny, and it's kind of sad, but. <laughs> the- <laughs> So, like, the menu will say, you know, like, everything that you're saying, Abby, bacon, toast, sausage. And it'll have, like, three, I think John Harris mentioned this, mentions this in the video. Three types of pigs. They will have three types of ways to eat pig, right? Yes. Ham, sausage, and then bacon. And then on the side of you, like, it comes with a side of fruit, right? And so you're like, oh, I'm going to get my, you know, my healthy dosage of of fruit. And then it's, like, two pieces. Two pieces of grapes. cup. Really, though? (laughs) It's, like two grapes a piece of honeydew or melon and then maybe if you get lucky you get strawberry maybe one half of it <laughs> maybe and it's probably like on the verge of expiring <laughs> yeah and so like that's to them that's like you know the dosage of, of fruit that comes and it comes as a side and then the other thing is you can switch it you can switch it out for extra bacon or like fries mm-hmm. or Whatever oh, the fries too. They it's always everything's fried, and and not even that. Like the breakfast necessarily isn't fried, but like it's just even the look of these platters. Like you'll see the pictures on the menu, and like looking back, like okay, maybe when I was younger, I was more willing to eat those things because I just thought it was normal. But now I'm like look at it, and I'm like repulsed actually because. <laughs> It just doesn't look appetizing. It mm-hmm. just looks like mm-hmm. random things slapped on a plate and they're all bland looking. And then you end up, they end up putting like a ton of ketchup or like hot sauce on everything to like drown the freaking eggs and ketchup. Literally, or like Tabasco sauce and syrup because the actual food itself isn't that good. Mm-hmm. It lacks flavor. It has no flavor. And then these like waffles and stuff. Like, okay, don't be wrong. I love me a good waffle, but not with, like, syrup, whipped cream, like, all this chocolate syrup, whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Your protein me, waffle. Yeah, protein waffle, you know? Abby has a lot to say. I do. She has a lot on her mind. I'm livid. No. The American breakfast. Well, yeah, and then there's, like, the other side, which is the cereal pantry, which also uh, he talks about in the video, which is, like, a bar or, like, cereal... Um, yeah so the cereal so the second part of the american breakfast that he puts it under is cereal and it's pop tarts it's anything that has sugar in it and it's fast and that it can be produced at a he called it uh, that can be mass produced basically yeah and so he talks about how that cereal um um what do you call it the cereal part of that american breakfast came due to industrialization i can't say that word industrialization yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, that's a long word. Um, and it's true because it talks. he talks about industry and all of the ads that are put out to make it look like this sugary cereal and Pop-Tarts and like granola bars and yogurt 
it it baffled me how he talked about you'll play yogurt and how it's it could, it could essentially be ice cream because of all the sugar that's oh, in yeah. it. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. And so all of these companies are putting out ads making it seem that you know you need to have your yogurt and your cereal and your pop tart in the morning because it's so important. Oh yeah. And like it's true. Like you grow up thinking that you need to have all of these types of food as your breakfast because that's you been basically brainwashed as you that are growing up that was a culture shock for me because i remember mm-hmm. one time i came here when i first started working and what my first boss was like yeah i'm having breakfast i'm like oh yeah what are you having for breakfast today and she's like an oat bar i was like what that's it <laughs> and i was like i was legit confused i was like i think it took me a week like going back home i'm like how how do people eat that for breakfast like that's a snack or like it's just like <laughs> Or no, like a yeah. muffin. Or a yeah. muffin, yeah. Or a donut. Or a donut. Which he said he respected donuts because, for example, a muffin tries to disguise itself as a mm. breakfast food. Whereas donuts, you can just it's call just it what it is. Yeah, yeah. At least you know. Yeah. At least you know what you're getting. Exactly. Like, and same with, like, even just those, like, protein bars or, like, cereal bars. Have you seen those cereal bars? Oh, jeez. The like, cereal bars, I'm not You've never sure. seen those? No. Yeah. So it'll legit be like, buy the cereal company, whatever. Like, let's say... I'm trying to remember what cereal it was, because I've seen them before. But basically, it'll be like the cereal as the bar, and then the part that like holds it together is like... Chocolate. Chocolate. It's like a, a white chocolate, kind of. To make it seem like it's like milk, you know? Yeah. No. And that's like not... The, I didn't breakfast. Did not know those existed. Yeah. And if you... It's just funny... Because you're like, oh, it's probably not, like, that bad. Like, oh, yeah, it probably has a lot of calories. But then you look at, like, just the sugar alone, and it'll be, like, 60% of your daily intake. And I'm mm-hmm. like, holy crap. Like, these people don't even look at the uh, nutrition facts. And it's, like, just because it looks healthy doesn't mean it is, like... And that's with any food, really. But an experience I had, actually, that kind of, I guess, really showed me that, like, of, like, the extent of, like, what Americans do is that, like, one time I went to Denny's with my friend and her brother, and they were having this, like, pancake event. Like, you can eat as many pancakes as you want for a certain price. And it's, like, first of all, who would want to put that many pieces of, like, breading in their body at one moment? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't get the obsession with the all-you-can-eat stuff. The carbs. Stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the all-you-can-eat stuff, like, first of all, I never get my money's worth out of those because I can't even eat, like, that that much, and I'm paying money, shmoney, you know? <laughs> and it's like, all right, no. Well, that's Two, what they make, you, yeah. they make you think that you, you know, you pay this money and you need to eat as much as you can. Exactly. To get your money's worth. But also, that's how's true. the quality of the food? Is it usually, like, mm-hmm. good or, like... No. No, like, <laughs> I don't get it. Like, you can go to Koizi, which is, like, a sushi place near you know our school mm-hmm. and you can get all you can eat sushi and stuff but like to me i'd rather spend a little bit more money on like one or two nice rolls of sushi that are made well than going to koizi and spending 13 dollars and then eating like subpar sushi subpar i think yeah. honestly i think that's just like a disrespect for your own body mm-hmm. <laughs> let me let me repeat johnny johnny harris icing in the morning <laughs> Like, oh, icing in the morning. Very true. Very true. Also, like, sugar is so addictive and it's so bad for your body. Like, it's so bad. And, like, Americans just 
take it way too far take all the foods that basically it's not really American identity it's coming from like other countries and then they just smack them with like sugar it's funny you say that because like not only is it food but it's like in the drinks too like orange juice oh yeah like they're not you know you you know an average person from like pretty much any country besides America would think oh orange juice fresh squeezed orange juice oh, right yeah. <laughs> no we have Tropicana and then it's literally like if you look at the sugar on the, the nutrition label, it's like, holy crap, this is not, you know, truly fresh squeezed <laughs> orange juice. And you're like, what am I living? Like, what am I doing with my life? I think I think you you've know? experienced me like when we went to a few places, I'm like, yeah, I'll get orange juice. And then you look at me, you're like, you know, it's not fresh. And I'm like, never mind. Yeah, like, don't get that. <laughs> I don't know. It's it... but even like, you know, we've got to travel and stuff like Remember, Anna, when we went to Italy and we stayed in... I think it was when we went to Rome. Like, the breakfast there was just, like, way... Like, it had like, more variety and Yeah, a and lot it was, more... like... Like, they had, like, potatoes and they had things that were more healthy, well, I guess. Well, I also not think just... it's the way of life here because here in America, you live such a fast-paced life with only work in your mind and that you, mm-hmm. you kind of live to work. Mm-hmm. yeah or like i guess the other way around it's like you work to no no no. you live to work yeah and so people here they have on their minds that they have to be at work ready for work take the kids to school really fast so they can make it on time right. to work and so they usually then you know it's the easiest thing to do is put a pop tart in the toaster and then once it's done you stuff it into the kid's mouth and then you drop them off and you and you and you run to the office with a muffin in your hands, right? Right. Whereas, like, yeah. I feel like in other countries, for example, in Colombia, you're talking about the breakfast in Italy being made up of different parts. That's the way it is in Colombia. You sit down and you have, like, you have your bread, you have your cheese, you have your hot chocolate, then you have your coffee, and then you have, like, a main a main plate of, it could be, like, a, a soup or scrambled eggs with vegetables and so you sit down and it's like an actual like it's an act you sit down at the table yeah. experience I mean, yeah in jordan it's also like uh unifying the family together or like yeah and i, I don't think the american culture has that at all like it's all about work here it, because it's a now different that you lifestyle. say that yeah yeah i've never like i mean besides like maybe vacations or whatever i never really like ate breakfast with my family see that like i've had dinner obviously i I ate dinner a lot with my family like Mm -hmm. that was very common for us but breakfast it was literally we were my mom had to go to work and Mm -hmm. take us to school like you guys were saying and like you know so many other countries they start their day later anyway Mm -hmm. so they have that time in the morning to allocate to making a, a better balanced meal Whereas we're over here like, oh, we have to be at our job at 7.30 mm-hmm. in the morning because, you know, we don't want to let you have any time to yourself practically. But then the weekends you go to IHOP. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because that, well, there, and here's another thing is like, we work so much that we're so tired that we don't want to cook. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like, you know, you work all day, you come home and you're like, oh, the last thing I want to do is cook. Like, I want to sit down. I want to just chill for a little bit next thing you know if you're cooking a meal it's an an hour out of your time and then it's like late in the night and like it's sad because you know people get themselves into this cycle of like just 
bad eating habits and they don't realize it until one day maybe they step back and they're or, like wait i or then or then it leads to diabetes and yeah other types of medical mm-hmm. problems um and that's when it hits them which is, is when they which is funny because i've seen a lot of comments or it's kind of sad actually that i've seen a lot of comments that americans eat like they all have health insurance oh yeah <laughs> true <laughs> so preventative measures people mm-hmm. but like sorry go ahead no, I'm just saying, like, you don't want to have to address the situation when you get diagnosed with type 2 diabetes, you know, or high cholesterol or whatever. Like, you know, we're lucky, we're young, and we have all this access to this information, whereas people maybe 20 years ago didn't, mm-hmm. which is good for us because we have more perspectives on things. There's more research done on these mm-hmm. things and gives us a better like we have the choice where i feel like a lot of times maybe 20 years ago it was kind of just like well this is how it is mm-hmm. deal with it we can choose what milk we want to drink now like oat milk oh, almond yeah. milk so many. soy milk <laughs> yeah whereas before it was like now nah, you want 2% whole milk <laughs> and that's it you know <laughs> what i mean it's 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 getting better abby when you said you don't usually or you now remember that you don't have breakfast with your family i wanted to ask you too this question do you consider do you guys consider breakfast to be important at all because for example i know that abby you don't eat breakfast at all correct like correct it's not important for you yeah whereas for me for example when i get up the first thing on my mind is like i have to get food into my stomach so my brain can function Mm -hmm. and aside from that i need to eat because i other than that i get headaches and all of that but to you you don't get headaches and you can go out or you can go into your Mm -hmm. day without eating breakfast so then growing up did you guys did did you guys consider breakfast to be important and to be that first meal of the day? Um, yeah, that's how I was taught. Mm-hmm. Elementary, middle, and even high school, I, I would say. I ate breakfast pretty much every day, whether it was like cereal, you know, toast, you know, <laughs> you know the, the typical the carbs, the typical things like I was never really big into like the really crazy cereals. Like I was like one of the boring people, just like honey bunches of oats. Oh I no, guess. you were a grandma since. <laughs> I was a grandma since yeah, but I loved them so much. And <laughs> like I think the craziest one I would do is like cinnamon toast crunch. Oh but wow! I was never like into like the Fruit Loop crap or like Captain Crunch that much. Like never really liked them, but honey bunches of oats. Sometimes I would eat like. A granola bar. As, so know. the cereal category <laughs> that John so, Harris yeah. talks about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. And you know, it's funny because my dad never eats breakfast. And he hasn't since I've pretty much been alive. Mm-hmm. I'm not joking. He very rarely will he eat breakfast. And I always thought that was weird. And I was like, that's so unhealthy. Because, you know, we're told to like not, you know, we're told to eat breakfast in the morning. Because otherwise... You're not going to get the nutrition you need or the fuel that you need. And, like, I realized it's one on a case-by-case basis, I guess. Like, how everybody's body is different. And, you know, now that there's, like, intermittent fasting and stuff like that, and there's been research on it that shows that eating, not eating breakfast necessarily affects um, the functioning of your brain necessarily. But, you know, it could affect your energy Mm -hmm. levels, perhaps, depending on, like, Maybe you have low blood sugar or you have to take medications in the morning, which you would need to eat with food. So that's also a factor. And like my dad has always done that. And it's funny because now I'm kind of like my dad Mm -hmm. in that respect because I, you know, I'll just drink coffee usually. And that for me is fine and keeps me like good until lunch. Mm -hmm. 
So if you don't want to eat breakfast, then don't, don't eat it. Your problem with it? Don't eat yeah. it. But John Harris, John Harris, John Harris <laughs> does mention that studies do show kids and growing teenagers they do need their breakfast in the morning for, for yeah. that brain function and all of that. But once you're an adult, obviously you you've already developed in most in most yeah. forms in your body, and you don't you don't necessarily need that first meal of the day. Um, but I want to hear what you have to say, Mira. What a, what what did you eat for breakfast growing up? Was it important for you? Well, first of all, <laughs> first of all, first of all, I think that everybody eats breakfast because once you eat, whether it's morning or late afternoon, you're breaking the fast, so you are eating mm-hmm. breakfast. Ah, uh, yes, yes. I don't know. I think- Good point. That's that's my what is yeah. That's that is yeah. So so breakfast in Jordan. You know, I lived in Jordan for 18 years. I think one of the best memories I have, especially with the family, is our weekend was. It wasn't like here Saturday Sunday. It was Friday Saturday. So every Mm -hmm. Friday is like family day, but like there was this moment in the morning where everybody from because the whole big family, my aunts and my uncles and my grandma and my grandpa, we were all like everyone is just going chaotically to go bring either falafel or hummus or like make the tomato salad and stuff like that so we would have like this big table that had so many options but they were very healthy so there was uh there's some uh a salad called farmer salad which is basically um tomato and onions with like lemon and olive oil that was it Mm -hmm. um there's falafel which americans call falafel here um there's hummus which we call hummus (laughs) Um, and then there's always like you have to get the high quality hummus like it i don't know it was pretty pretty nice and then there was the pastry part which we eat savory pastries so it's like uh um stuffed with cheese but like it was kind of i think colombia has that cheese anna it's like it's not cheesy it's very like is it like sandy not sandy but it like falls apart yeah easily yeah um, and it's not yeah. salty at all i know which one you're talking about i think i know what you're i think i know what you're talking about too is like a yeah. weird texture too yeah yeah and it's it's usually a, a healthier cheese because it's lower in um in fat yeah whereas it is your more Ooh. creamier cheeses they're higher in fat it is and right. then we have the famous zatar i don't know if you guys know zatar so it's like dried yeah. thyme, za'atar, za'atar. No, I don't know what that is. <laughs> um, so it's dried thyme, thyme uh, leaves, and mm-hmm. sesame. Oh, so yeah. good. And I put it in my guacamole today. Like, It's like one of the spices that I put in. But what, And it's actually really good for your brain. So that was one of the typical weekday morning breakfast, which was... Zata, zata, and uh, olive oil on a toast, mm-hmm. or we would put it mm-hmm. in. Like sometimes I would eat peppers on the side, and that was like v- pretty much very good, especially for children. I think that's like a, an ideal breakfast. And today we ate that in yeah, Jordan. Yeah, we ate right? that in Jordan a lot. Like yeah. up until today, they eat it there mm-hmm. a lot. So, good. but um, today I actually eat so. I try to eat in the morning because I love my breakfast. I feel like food is one of the things that excites me to get up and make. I like that <laughs> process of making food. So I usually eat like a little bit of a salad, usually arugula um, or spinach and 
egg. I've been like trying to get creative with my eggs through TikTok videos. Thank you, TikTok. And um, <laughs> I have mm-hmm. to eat more protein, according to my doctors. So I'm trying to like add it. But that's that's how it goes today. So what about you, Anna? Yeah. Tell us about that um, Colombian breakfast. So mm-hmm. when so when I grew up in Colombia, I went when I was in Colombia, I was in elementary and yeah, just elementary school. So up until elementary school, I used to have like a a really strong breakfast because my mom had a lot of time in the morning and so she would cut us she would make us uh, fruit juices and vegetable juices and it wasn't like the orange juice that you would just buy at the supermarket mm-hmm. like a gallon of orange juice so she would cut the orange juice squeeze it out put it in a blender with other fruits um oh, that's and then the best. and then as we were getting ready you know because as a kid you wake up late and you would be rushing to get ready to go to school she mm-hmm. would like stuff us with like different cheese you know she would cut the cheese into cubes and then she would make sure that we were eating it as we were getting ready <laughs> and then um we would we would have quail eggs because they were little and then we could eat them fast and so quail eggs quail they were eggs. very practical i guess when we were kids but that's i remember that because my mom used to make a really big deal of us eating breakfast like it was a it was very important to her that we got that nutrition as kids. Mm-hmm. And then of course during the the weekends when we would have more time and so we'd cook the eggs, scrambled eggs, we'd put them with um we called them uh huevos pericos, which is with tomatoes and onions and cilantro and you scramble them and you eat them with mm. an arepa. You guys know what an arepa is? Yes. It's a corn based yes. um I would, I don't know if you would call it a patty. It's kind of like a patty. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's small like it's kind of not thick but like it's Yeah. Yeah, it can be thin, it can be thick, it can have cheese in it, or you can put the cheese on top, that cheese that Mira was talking about, it's not a very creamy cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then you have like your eggs, you have your arepa on the side, and then you have hot chocolate, and then of course you need to have your Colombian coffee, right? And and then you can also have all types of bread. and so, yeah, and so during the week, the week, the weekends, we would have more time. But then once I came here to the U.S., it was different because we had to adapt to the American culture. Right. Mm-hmm. And so at that point, mm-hmm. my dad was working and like he and my mom was also working. She didn't have time to, you know, to like cut the cheese into cubes and then boil the eggs and then like cut the fruit and all of that. And so <laughs> the breakfast from elementary school to high school kind of boil down to oatmeal like a blended oatmeal and then (laughs) a banana milkshake and that Mm -hmm. was it and then since those two were heavy foods that would carry us into like lunch when we were in school yeah that's good like 11 and so yeah and so it was a quick breakfast you know it was it was kind of like leaving that colombian culture and adapting to the american but still um applying like the nutritional value or like the importance of you know, that nutritional value of what breakfast could be. So I would say we adapted pretty well. I don't know, but that was my breakfast up until like last semester of college, actually. I'd wake up, do my oatmeal and then my banana milkshake and just go to school. But now since we've graduated, like Mira, you were saying, I think breakfast for me is the most exciting part. Mm -hmm. I like getting up and like cooking my eggs, having some avocado, some toast. No, agreed. Like, school, like, I don't think any of us were good at the food truck. No. <laughs> like, just food in general was not it. Uh, like, we, we ate so terribly. I just, like, get memories. Kind of more like nightmare. Like, daily nightmares. I don't know what you call them. Nightmare moments. 
of like the flies in that building. The, the, smells, the smells. The smells of that building was I don't know. very pungent. You like yeah. that word. Yeah. Pungent? Do yes, I say that? Well, you know, pungent. pungent. Your word of the day, folks. Use it in a sentence when you're talking to someone tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think that once architecture school started, like I just threw nutrition out the window. I forgot about her. I was like, who is she? <laughs> Don't know her. <laughs> I, I, yeah, and I used to eat, like, I remember I used to eat my meals as if, like, the world depended on me. Like, I needed to get through them. <laughs> yeah, like, I just inhaled my food and I didn't care exactly what it was. I mean, I, I'm still a very picky eater, but I didn't pay much attention that I was to what I was putting into my body. Yeah, I think none but, of us did. Yeah. And the, I still, I agree with you about the, you know, scarfing your food down because I think I still do that now because I'm so used like, to it, used mm-hmm. to doing that. And then I like, sometimes I'll like realize it after the fact and I'm like, oh my God, why did I eat so mm-hmm. fast? I was like, I didn't even like chew it. Like I practically just like- Like what, what are you, like right <laughs> you now, know? we feel time more, I feel, because we don't have to rush to do 500 things at the same time, so. I mean, Anna's still in school. I'm still, I'm still in school, but so. it's a lot easier because I don't have to like- Because you don't have to drive, have to drive everywhere or, yeah, or There's a kitchen around you. There's a kitchen right here. Like exactly. imagine, imagine the architecture school with like a clean kitchen, of course, like not a disgusting. It would I wouldn't be have used it. It would be dis- Is that a word? Pungently disgusting. You know what's sad though? I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't have used it. Still. Probably not. But that's true. Yeah. You know, like honestly, I'm gonna be straight up with myself. <laughs> like, if they would like clean it every day, I would. If they, but they probably won't. That's just, that's just like in my highest dream. I think it's just like you have to bring like ingredients and stuff. Like they wouldn't provide that, you know. Just, like, how much time would be wasted there saying that you're gonna cook yourself exactly? And there's something it called Insta three hours later. So what is that? Apparently, is that to like apparently you can order your, yeah, which I never used. I'm sure it's expensive. This is how lazy like our fee, society right? is becoming. You have to pay someone to go get your groceries. Shit, what? I'll do it. Make some money on the side. I mean, yeah, you, know you would I mean? make money, but like... well, there's also like the Hello Fresh stuff, and I'm sure there's other food companies where food already comes prepared, and you just have to take it out right. of wh- whatever kind of box it is in, and just make your food because right. you don't have time to go to the grocery store, prepare it, and then have it all ready to cook. And people are willing to pay money for that. I mean. Exactly. Yeah. And this is in no way a criticism. I, I guess it is, but it's like we're not trying to bash on the culture. We're just analyzing. It's just, you know, yeah, just analyzing different concepts. I think the video definitely is eye-opening too because I think until I watched that, I didn't realize mm-hmm. it as much. And it really puts it in perspective. And you're like, oh, wow, we do have a lot of these, you know, diets, not just breakfast-wise, but in all of our foods. Like, we're so used to doing microwave mm-hmm. meal, instant ramen, <laughs> like all this stuff. Anything that says like instant on it, like people buy it because they're like, oh, well, I can have this meal in mm-hmm. three minutes and I don't well, have to do it. Well, I remember Just like pop I, it in my there. family didn't use a microwave when we lived in Colombia. Like we didn't even own one yeah. because we didn't rely on it. No, my, yeah. Yeah. So many people my here doctor do. told me to unplug mine and make it a spice cabinet. <laughs> <laughs> Innovative. Yeah, Innovative. She's like, she's like, you don't need those electromagnetic radiation waves. Uh-huh. That's just bad for you. So she's like, unplug it and make it your spice cabinet. And I'm like, once I own my own place and it comes with a microwave, it's going to be a spice cabinet for sure. 
Hey, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> True. That kind of brings up into something else I wanted to talk about is because um, we all come from different mm-hmm. religious backgrounds, and Mira is halal and Anna is kosher, and I don't really have any dietary restrictions except my personal preference. So I kind of wanted to discuss that a little bit and how that's kind of influenced mm-hmm. us as well. So Abby, what's your so, what's your personal preference? So right now I decided to slowly start cutting out um, most meat except fish for now. Sometimes I'll eat chicken, but mainly definitely no red meat anymore. I feel like for me, it makes my stomach more upset um, just because of my the way my body processes it. And I've just tried to cut out sugar you know, I used to be obsessed with like candy, you know, anything. Yeah, I love candy, like Sour Patch Kids. Do not get me started. <laughs> um, what about Sour so Patch Watermelon? Like, Ooh, stop it. Yeah, those are good too. And gummy no. bears. I love gummy bears. And no. yes, Haribo. <laughs> stop. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so those are good. Those are fire. Those are the only gummy bears I really like. The well, other ones are. What not do you good. eat now? Um, now I, <laughs> I, I'm an oat milk girl. You know, I don't eat. I don't drink dairy mm-hmm. products. I I still eat cheese uh, here and there. Not as much as I used to, but I I'll still eat cheese. I mainly eat a lot of vegetables. Whoa! Uh, sweet Whoa! Potato. Whoa! <laughs> she said vegetables. You said vegetables. <laughs> oh! Abby, you have transferred us into a random segment of the day. It's random segment time. Oh, <laughs> you've been okay. <laughs> I am shook. What the hell? So Abby, yeah. Bet. <laughs> so Abby, our question for you today is: What is your favorite and juiciest conspiracy theory that you know? Zing! <laughs> All right, don't get me started. But I would say, I mean, I don't really know if this is considered a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. But a while ago, <laughs> I got. <laughs> oh, I got this a little is personal, away. or no? Oh. Yeah, not not really. Oh, okay. No, never mind. Um, I got really carried away with with you know Freemason. Oh, um, Freemasonry stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a little crazy. So basically, <laughs> the main thing I read was <laughs> so you know Doctor Fauci. <gasps> the, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's this like thing that he was like a freemason or whatever and that you know he was part of the catholic church and that you know he went to these like prestigious catholic schools and that he became a part of the freemasons and so that he's like one of the higher up people that's like trying to control the population little dr Fauci. yeah little dr Fauci. it's just it was this really a interesting story i guess like obviously it's all alleged like interesting i haven't heard but i love like yeah and then like i got into this really deep rabbit hole going down like this thing called gamatria which mira knows too much about and i've gone on tangents about it but it's it's related to the freemasons and like they have these numbers and letters that are you know have associations so certain letters have like a number mm-hmm. denomination uh, or connotation to it and then things like a line like things are coded within like media outlets certain numbers are always used like interesting you know yeah it's 
and there's people on YouTube that do like analysis of like everyday media, which is it's just interesting to watch, you know, whether it's true or not. It's it's entertainment for me. So yeah, if y'all are bored, look up Freemasonry. You know, Gamatria if you're really bored. <laughs> it'll it'll throw you in for a loop. Save some time. Well, thank you for answering that question, yeah, thank Abby. you. Thanks for letting me <laughs> be a part of the random segment time. Of course. Anytime. <laughs> but yeah, no, pretty much that's what all I eat. I love pretty much simple foods. I'm not too crazy. Uh, I do like making protein waffles once in a while or protein smoothies, mm-hmm. you know. So, but Anna, you're kosher. So, yes. Do you want to tell I viewers? do eat kosher. I've been eating kosher for a long time because it's so I'm Jewish and I used to it's funny because growing up I used to look at being kosher like a weight almost like oh I have to follow all these rules and like you know I would have friends or most all of my friends were not eating kosher you know they're Christian or Catholic and they would eat their pepperoni mm-hmm. pizza and then I would be the annoying person and I'm sure Mira can relate to this who would have to ask for the cheese pizza to be ordered just for you but and so that was annoying seeing everyone eat you know all the foods that you couldn't eat but then mm-hmm. growing up you start to understand why that's important and for example if I choose to follow it now it's because I understand that it's healthy for me. And so, for example, one of the bigger things is we don't get down with the swine. We don't eat pig, right? Mm-hmm. So, and yep. I'm sure many of you know that the pig meat is just not good for you. It's not healthy. It can get contaminated very easily. It doesn't, if you don't cook it well, you can get um, sick from it. And so I look at it that way. And same with like, there's another rule where you don't eat red meat with dairy, for example. So if I want to have a big steak, I can't have mashed potatoes because usually mashed potatoes have butter in them right mm-hmm. or i can't have like mm. a salad with ranch dressing because of the ranch which has dairy in it and so you try not to mix those because like you were saying abby red meat can be really tough to digest and it's a really heavy meat mm-hmm. and so as your stomach is digesting yeah. that red meat and you put dairy in it that's another thing that your stomach needs to digest mm-hmm. and so it's just not healthy for you at all to mix those two things of course in abundance it's not healthy at all but there's a lot of things like that we also don't eat i guess you would call them bottom bottom ocean feeders bottom feeders. yeah bottom feeders like mainly yeah, shell shrimp, shrimp right? right or shellfish yeah crustaceans or any fish with yeah scales, or fish right? that don't have scales like because scales i believe they're a system that fish have to filter out certain things out of their body and so fish with scales are usually a lot cleaner and so it's all about for me i see it now as a way of respecting my body Mm -hmm. and as a way to stay healthy Mm -hmm. but yeah and i also try to stay away from like high trans foods like mcdonald's and burger king like i i didn't grow up eating any of that i would actually feel guilty whenever we were like on field trips or i was with my friends and their mom would take us to mcdonald's you know for a quick snack i would feel shame for ordering chicken nuggets because i knew my mom wouldn't approve and so I would eat my chicken nuggets with a lot of kill but it's something that I'm yeah it's something that I'm thankful for that I didn't grow up eating because now I don't I don't like want it I don't Mm -mm. I don't wake up and say oh my god today I want to have a McDonald's burger and I agree like I think for me having grown up being around all that stuff and having been exposed and having been participated in a lot of that like now I've kind of you know, shifted my mentality into 
you know, mm-hmm. healthier eating and stuff. So that stuff doesn't even interest me anymore. Like I smell it mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, it just smells so greasy and like it just. But when I was, you know, even a couple years ago, I would smell like food and I'm like, oh my god, that smells so good. Like I want. It, I isn't want it weird that like McDonald's right? in out of the U.S. is way healthier than the McDonald's in the U.S.? Yeah, I have seen. I have seen videos of that. Yeah. Like, it's just I don't know. Sometimes it just yeah. and Mc. McDonald's in in um, in Jordan and in Israel and the Middle Eastern countries that need to eat, you know, halal or kosher, they actually provide yeah. food that's halal they have, and kosher. That blew my mind. They have mm-hmm. and, I, <laughs> and I didn't know that's that. That's kind of funny, actually. I think overall, I think this episode is, you know, whoever's listening and who's ever made it this far, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the support. Love y'all. We'll we'll buy you something. Why? We'll, we'll do a giveaway. I don't know. Episode? But no, no. I'm saying like thanks for t- staying oh. through this whole episode. You do any of you I mean? guys have an outro? Yeah. Say. Yeah, it. I do. Abby, I take us out. Using different concepts. I think the video definitely is eye-opening too because I think until I watched that, I didn't realize mm-hmm. it as much. And it really puts it in perspective. And you're like, oh, wow, we do have a lot of these, you know, diets, not just breakfast-wise, but in all of our foods. Like, we're so used to doing microwave mm-hmm. meal, instant ramen, <laughs> like all this stuff. Anything that says like instant on it, like people buy it because they're like, oh, well, I can have this meal in mm-hmm. three minutes and I don't well, have to do I anything. I remember Just like pop I, it in my there. family didn't use a microwave when we lived in Colombia. Like we didn't even own one yeah. because we didn't rely on it. No way. Yeah. Yeah. So many people my here do. My doctor told me to unplug mine and make it a spice cabinet. <laughs> Innovative. Spice cabinet. Yeah, Innovative. She's, like that. she's like, you don't need those electromagnetic radiation waves. Uh-huh. That's just bad for you. So she's like, unplug it and make it your spice cabinet. And I'm like, once I own my own place and it comes with a microwave, it's going to be a spice cabinet for sure. <laughs> hey, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah. <laughs> True. That kind of brings up into something else I wanted to talk about is because um, we all come from different mm-hmm. religious backgrounds and Mira is halal and Anna is kosher and I don't really have any dietary restrictions except my personal preference so I kind of wanted to discuss that a little bit and how that's kind of influenced mm-hmm. us as well so Abby what's your so, what's your personal preference so right now I decided to slowly start cutting out um most meat except fish for now sometimes i'll eat chicken but mainly definitely no red meat anymore i feel like for me it makes my stomach more upset um just because of my the way my body processes it and i've just tried to cut out sugar you know i used to be obsessed with like candy you know anything yeah i love candy like sour patch kids do not get me started (laughs) Um, what about sour so patch thought, watermelon? Ooh, stop it. Yeah. Those are good too. And gummy no. bears. I love gummy bears. And no. yes, Haribo. <laughs> stop. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so those are good. Those are fire. Those are the only gummy bears I really like. The well, other ones are What not do you good. eat now? Um, Now I, <laughs> I, I'm an oat milk girl. You know, I don't eat or I don't drink dairy mm-hmm. products. I... I still eat cheese uh, here and there. Not as much as I used to, but I I'll still eat cheese. I mainly eat a lot of vegetables. Whoa! Uh, sweet Whoa. potato. Whoa! <laughs> she said vegetables. You said vegetables. 
Oh. I mean, you have transferred us into a random segment of the day. It's random segment time. Oh, <laughs> you've been okay. Talking. I am shook. What the hell? So, Abby, Yo, yeah. Bet. <laughs> so, Abby, our question for you today is: What is your favorite and juiciest conspiracy theory that you know? Ooh. <laughs> Dang. All right. Don't get me started. But I would say, I mean, I don't really know if this is considered a conspiracy, Mm -hmm. but a while ago, (laughs) I got (laughs) a little carried away. Oh, this is personal. Or no? Yeah. Not not really. No. Um, I got really carried away with, with, you know, Freemason. Oh, um, Freemasonry stuff. Uh, (laughs) it's, It's a little crazy. So basically... The main thing I read was, so you know Dr. Fauci? The, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was this like thing that he was like a Freemason or whatever. And that, you know, he was part of the Catholic Church. And that, you know, he went to these like prestigious Catholic schools. And that he became part of the Freemasons. And so that he's like one of the higher up people that's like trying to control the population. Little Dr. Fauci? Yeah, little Dr. Fauci. It's just, it was this really uh, interesting story, I guess. Like, obviously, it's all alleged. Like Interesting. I, you know. I haven't heard of <clears> But I love, like, yeah. And then, like, I got into this really deep rabbit hole going down, like, this thing called Gamatria, which Mira knows too much about. And I've gone on tan- tangents about it. But it's, it's related to the Freemasons. And, like, they have these numbers and letters that are, you know, have associations. So certain letters have like a number mm-hmm. denomination uh, or connotation to it. And then things like a line, like things are coded within like media outlets. Certain numbers are always used. Like Interesting. You know, yeah, it's, and there's people on YouTube that do like analysis of like everyday media, which is, it's just interesting to watch, you know, whether it's true or not, it's, it's entertainment for me. So yeah, if y'all are bored, look up Freemasonry, you know, Gamatria, if you're really bored, (laughs) it'll, it'll throw you in for a loop. Save some time. Well, thank you for answering that question, yeah, thank Abby. you. Thanks for letting me be a part of the random segment time. Of course. Uh, anytime. <laughs> but yeah, no, pretty much that's what I'll eat. I love pretty much simple foods. I'm not too crazy. Uh, I do like making protein waffles once in a while or protein smoothies, mm-hmm. you know. So, but Anna, you're kosher. So, yes. Do you want to tell I do viewers? eat kosher. I've been eating kosher for a long time because it's so I'm Jewish and I used to. It's funny because growing up, I used to look at being kosher like a weight almost. Like, oh, I have to follow all these rules. And like, you know, I would have friends, or most all of my friends were not eating kosher you know they're christian or catholic and they would eat their pepperoni mm-hmm. pizza and then i would be the annoying person and i'm sure mira can relate to this who would have to ask for the cheese pizza to be ordered just for you but and so that was annoying seeing everyone eat you know all the foods that you couldn't eat but then mm-hmm. growing up you start to understand why that's important and for example if i choose to follow it now it's because 
I understand that it's healthy for me. And so, for example, one of the bigger things is we don't get down with the swine. We don't eat pig, right? Mm-hmm. So, and <laughs> yep. I'm sure many of you know that the pig meat is just not good for you. It's not healthy. It can get contaminated very easily. It doesn't, if you don't cook it well, you can get um, sick from it. And so I look at it that way. And same with like, there's another rule where you don't eat red meat with dairy, for example. So if I want to have a big steak, I can't have mashed potatoes because usually mashed potatoes have butter in them, right? Mm-hmm. Or I can't have like a mm. salad with ranch dressing because of the ranch, which has dairy in it. And so you try not to mix those because like you were saying, Abby, red meat can be really tough to digest and it's a really heavy meat. Mm-hmm. And so as your stomach is digesting yeah. that red meat and you put dairy in it, that's another thing that your stomach needs to digest. Mm-hmm. And so it's just not healthy for you at all to mix those two things. Of course, in abundance, it's not healthy at all. But there's a lot of things like that. We also don't eat, I guess you would call them bottom bottom ocean feeders bottom feeders yeah bottom feeders like mainly shellfish shrimp right or shellfish yeah crustaceans or any fish yeah or fish that don't have scales because scales i believe they're a system that fish have to filter out certain things out of their body and so fish with scales are usually a lot cleaner and so it's all about for me i see it now as a way of respecting my body Mm -hmm. and as a way to stay healthy Mm -hmm. but yeah and i also try to stay away from like high trans foods like mcdonald's and burger king like i i didn't grow up eating any of that i would actually feel guilty whenever we were like on field trips or i was with my friends and their mom would take us to mcdonald's you know for a quick snack i would feel shame for ordering chicken nuggets because i knew my mom wouldn't approve and so I would eat my chicken nuggets with a lot of kill but it's something that I'm yeah it's something that I'm thankful for that I didn't grow up eating because now I don't I don't like want it I don't Mm -mm. I don't wake up and say oh my god today I want to have a McDonald's burger and I agree like I think for me having grown up being around all that stuff and having been exposed and having been participated in a lot of that like now I've kind of you know shifted my mentality into you know Mm -hmm. healthier eating and stuff so that stuff doesn't even interest me anymore like I smell it Mm -hmm. and I'm like oh this just smells so greasy and like it just but when I was you know even a couple years ago I would smell like food and I'm like oh my god that smells so good like I want isn't it weird that like McDonald's in out of the u.s is way healthier than the mcdonald's in the u.s yeah i have seen i have seen videos of that yeah it's just i don't know sometimes it just and mcdonald's in in um in jordan and in israel and the middle eastern countries that need to eat you know halal or kosher they actually provide food that's halal kosher that blew my mind they have Mm -hmm. makhlafel and i I didn't know that that's kind of funny actually I think overall, I think this episode is, you know, whoever's listening and who's ever made it this far, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate the support. Love y'all. We'll we'll buy you something. Why? We'll, well, we'll do a giveaway. I don't know. Episode. But no, no, I'm saying like, thanks for t- staying oh. through this whole episode. You do any of you guys mean? have an outro? Yeah. Say Yeah, it. I do. Abby, I take us out.